Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring! Welcome to another uh, hopefully exciting episode of Canadian Politics is Boring, which I thoroughly agree with. My name is Jesse Harley, and today's host is Reese Waters, who's going to attempt to teach me something about Canada, Canadian politics, that... Uh, Hopefully won't put me to sleep. Reese, hi. What hi. do you got for us today? How do you feel about Western Canada? I lived in Vancouver. I lived in um, Calgary, um, in Alberta, for a, a, a period of time. Yeah, it's lovely out there. The, the mountains, the Rockies are fantastic. Yeah, um, I mean, I've been to I've been to Calgary, and I've been to the Rockies. I've been to BC, to Vancouver, and you know some of the most spectacular scenery in the world, and some of the friendliest people you'll ever meet. Banff is beautiful. I I got, I got married in Banff. So did uh, you really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I brought my brother to Banff for New Year's about 10 years ago, and we got there in the middle of the night, and he'd never been to Banff before. It's this tiny little tourist town surrounded, surrounded, very closely surrounded by these massive mountains. And we get there in the middle of the night, and you can't see any of the mountains. And, uh, and the next day, we wake up. And there's nobody outside because everyone's hungover and sleeping in. But we get up and we go outside. And for the first time, my brother sees the mountains and he's like, oh, wow, I get it. I thought, uh, sorry, I thought that was going to be a good story then. <laughs> in conclusion, sorry. arriving back the in the day. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Jesse. Um, <laughs> Master storyteller here. You're welcome, Reese. Well, yeah. uh, rack on to anyway. Um, the uh, this episode this episode is called the far right founders of Waxit. Now, do you, do you know what Waxit? Do you, do you know what Waxit is? 
Wexit? Is it is it a cousin of Brexit? It's the West of Canada breaking away from the rest of Canada. It's a play on words on Brexit. Oh, then is it a new thing? So uh, I went on the Wexit website, and they've got a handy PDF you can download called Wexit the Plan. Do you want me to read it to you? No. Well, I will, <laughs> just for context. So, okay, sure. Um, the objective, we must create a blockade to end Eastern influence that oppresses the economic liberty, social stability, and Western self-determination. The only way this can be achieved is through peaceful separation, drawing new borders that will allow the West to develop its natural resources, economy, and culture without interference from Eastern Canada and or foreign special interests. Oh, God, this is going to be good. Okay, how, does that, so, how does that make you feel? Uh, funny. Funny on the inside. As a Canadian Just, who's lived across Canada, how does that make you feel about, you know, your, your, your country being kind of separated or broken up? This country has, for as long as I can remember, has always wanted to break itself into itty-bitty pieces from from Cape Breton trying to separate itself from the mainland to Quebec trying to become its own country to now apparently the West. This doesn't surprise me at all. There's, and you know, that's it'll just keep going. And this kind of like really jumped and spiked after the election last year where Justin Trudeau remained prime minister with a, with a minority and the Wexit Facebook group has like 250,000 members And the Wexit Alberta Facebook page has about 30,000 likes. So this kind of like appeared from nowhere almost kind of overnight after um, after the election in October uh, in 2019, literally as a a kind of anger at the results of the election. Now, just to be clear, I, I think Canada as a solid entity is is, a, is an amazing idea. And uh, one of the reasons I moved here is because when you look at all the league tables for quality of life, uh, Canada is getting so much right, especially in comparison to so many other countries. So I don't want to see Canada broken up personally, but I'm, I'm kind of from the Celtic fringes of, of Europe. So I kind of like, I, I have sympathy for, for the idea of self-determination because, you know, Wales and Scotland and Ireland, there's always been that kind of uh, resentment about kind of the influence and power of, of, of London, which is obviously such a big city and being mm. run by people who don't necessarily understand or, or have what you maybe see as slightly different values from, from, from what you have. So I kind of sympathize with it, but that sympathy dries up pretty quickly when you look at the people who founded the Wexit group. <laughs> I, 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 do, I, do tell me. I, I genuinely don't think that like most of the people who've joined up to this share the same views as the people who founded it because they don't necessarily openly express them, but they have expressed them in the past in other places. So I think I think people need to be aware of some of the organizers behind that movement. Um Please, would you, would you like I, to find I have. Would you, shall I tell you about them? Yeah, please. I, I love the idea that they they think that we are a bad. The, us Easterners are a bad influence well, on I'm, the West. And me, I'm I'm a I'm a a foreign interest. You know, just yeah, warping the minds of Canadians into globalization and all that. Jazz. I think just just as a side, I as as someone who knows very little about politics, so I'm probably very wrong about this. But for someone who uh, observes from from afar, who kind of stands back and looks at the bigger picture of a lot of things, uh, the extreme right and the extreme left, um, which tend to to 
be the loudest voices. And that's the way these parties are acting towards one another is, is there's only one way to look at this. And they're both nuts, <laughs> in my opinion. But, but, but so. also the other thing is, is that they, they're the most motivated, the most active and they totally. don't, but the, but the vast majority of people are just focused on living their lives. They're like you. Yeah. The danger is when like the, the, the main kind of bulk of reasonable people uh, become apathetic or quiet. These louder corners suddenly start to seize the agenda. And, and uh, you know, I've seen it happen with Brexit in the UK. And it, it, I hope I hope this is just a flash in the pan thing. But uh, let me let me tell you about the people who founded it. And this is I'm drawing lots of this information from a, an article Vice wrote about them, which um, which which we'll put in the in the show link. So um, the two founders uh, a guy called Peter Downing and uh, Patrick King. Uh, they are um, far-right anti-Muslim conspiracy theorists, which may shock <laughs> well, you. To be fair, no conspiracy theorists are self-admitted conspiracy theorists. I've actually talked with conspiracy theorists who who get insulted by you calling them as conspiracy. The same like calling someone racist who is obviously racist. They don't think they're racist. Yeah, it's yeah. the same. They story. just can't, can't accept what they are. Um, so, so Peter Downing is an ex-RCMP officer. He got kicked off the force for threatening his wife, I believe. Um, and Patrick King it was described as a self-styled journalist. When when somebody is described as a self-styled journalist, I think that means... That's kind of like an unsuccessful merchant. <laughs> I think a self-styled journalist is you have no training, you're not a journalist, but you like to be a journalist. So pretty much everyone who has a blog. Yeah, yeah, and, and they they have accused, and, and this is again from that article, they have accused Justin Trudeau's Liberal government of normalising paedophilia, tolerating ISIS, terrorists penetrating the country disguised as refugees, um, and policies aimed at depopulating the white Anglo-Saxon race. Um, so what I know depopulating specifically the white Anglo-Saxon race. How, how exactly? I want to talk about that for a second. How do they think anyone is doing that? I can just picture, I can picture the, the guys in power getting together for these secret meetings. It's like, all right, what's on the agenda for today? Well, we must depopulate the white Anglo-Saxon population. Anglo-Saxon, sir? Yes, you heard what I said. Well, I mean, there's a lot of Celtic, but no, we don't want those. We just want Anglo-Saxon. <laughs> no, my, my, my parents took one of those DNA tests and it just, all it said was like 30% this, 30% that, da, da, da. and it was just kind of a mishmash of, of European and like some Middle Eastern stuff, and it was like 1%, and the reason that they want to depopulate the Anglo-Saxon race is because they're the ones with the strongest bloodlines, which... Um, <laughs> Now, I sent you a uh, an, another picture just so you can see what a strong bloodline looks like. I've sent you a picture of, of, of Downing. Oh, God, here we go. Okay. Just so you can see what a man with a strong, superior strong. bloodline looks like. I'm opening it up. Now, can you, can you describe what you're looking at? <laughs> it's, uh, I mean... It's hard. He's, he makes. He's. Oh God. He's got a Make Alberta Great Again hat on in blue. He's got um, 
glasses that can only be described as having survived the 1970s uh, with a mustache that doesn't need a beard, but it has a beard, and a look on his face that seems like he's just no longer surprised by his own farts. Just that's... (laughs) (laughs) And I describe, he looks like, it looks like Hank Hill and John Candy had a racist baby. And there's some guy in the background in a red shirt just staring hardcore. He's got a white beard and a hat on, and he's just he's just he's just like love daggers at him, man. He's like he's like waiting for waiting yeah. for his bud to return. I don't know. This is this is a great like when when the camera was on him and they're like, okay, smile. He said no, and just like he's barely opening his eyes. Okay, so this but, is a strong you know, as, 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 as inferior Celtic bloodlines. Um, you know, you look at him and you just go, this is a guy with answers. You know, he's a shining beacon of what a human should be. Um, I, uh, so I, I think a strong bloodline means you have a neck beard and as well on his way to grow one. eyebrows that are really far apart. Oh, wow, they are too. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean- <laughs> You know, I've got a, yeah. mo- I've got a, my eyebrows meet in the middle. They've got a mono brow pretty much. So I'm just, I've seen them. I'm just, they're terrifying. I'm just trash. So, but I mean, they do say some, it's a different episode. They, although they don't necessarily broadcast this in the mainstream, they know that they've got to hide these views. There's been loads of articles and things written about them um, online comparing Muslims to termites and rapists and saying kind of termites. Really, yeah. Which is a weird Termites? One. I know. Um, they and, eat wood? Termites eat wood. That's that's. I can't. All right. I I I I was gonna try and get some audio of him talking, but I just didn't want to give another platform and draw more attention to it. Hey, you know, I'm right just, on. just yep, describing no, I'm, the kind of um, the kind of things that, and you can just Google this and you can see screenshots. I'm gonna stop looking at a photo of him because it's just it's just the superior bloodline is hypnotic. You can't stop I can't looking. Look away. I might I make it the background on my. Yeah, just <laughs> so. So, is there any uh, any traction being made for Wexit? And this is a great way to run this episode off. No, seventy five percent. And I, I love this. I love this quote, which is from uh, a Narcity article. Seventy five percent of Albertans don't actually want Wexit, but they're still mad at Canada. All of Canada, just or just the idea of it, I guess. They're seventy five percent of Albertans. Don't Did act- you say Albertans? Yeah, they don't actually want Wexit. <coughs> yeah, okay. So, yeah. Oh, I, that's good. Okay, I, yeah. I guess I guess it just means that like everyone should just try a bit harder in power <laughs> just to make sure everything stays together. <laughs> I think it's a consequence of just bad management. Well, there's less drinking happening. And so from what we've learned about our history, it's, you know. <laughs> so um, to everyone who is nice and reasonable and compassionate and kind, who uh, has donated money or followed the Wexit group, please look at the people running it and then look the other way and, and do something else, <laughs> like build a jigsaw or, you know, maybe if you're that passionate about it, but you don't like racism, start a new Wexit mo- movement that is just not racist or founded by racists that might be a good start that's a good yeah that's that's a that's a good slogan a good campaign slogan to have we're not racist we're not racist right that's just put that up there and i think you'll get more votes definitely Uh, especially from people who aren't racist 
Right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe even from people who are racist but d don't know they're racist. Exactly. But you still you don't want people like that. But no, no, exactly. You know. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. have you enjoyed this episode? I have. I'm not sure if this has much to do with politics, though, it does is, it? Really? How can you say that doesn't have anything to do with politics? That is politics. The whole thing is about politics. It, is you, just because you like it doesn't mean you can go, well, I like it, so it's not politics. You can't define <sighs> politics by what you do and don't enjoy. You have to admit at some point I, you are enjoying <laughs> politics. <laughs> All right, fine, yeah. fine. Yes, yeah. I I enjoyed this episode, and I guess it was political in nature. I <laughs> got me there. Well, on that high note, thank you very much, everyone. Thanks for listening, and we will see you soon. Thank you so much for sticking us in your ear holes. Uh, yeah, talk to you next episode. Uh, if I have to sit through another one of these episodes uh, and be force-fed this crap from Reese, then uh, for your entertainment, then the least thing you can do is to give us a rating on iTunes and a comment, if you will, or the, the aggregator of your choice. Honestly, it really does help us out a lot. That's how our podcasts grow. And I'll tell you what, we're gonna, we're, we've got a deal that we've worked out. If you rate us and, and leave a little comment and you decide to run for politics, we will vote for you. Both Reese and I will vote for you. So if there's 25 people who, who've left comments, we are going to vote for all of you if you all run. I don't know how that's going to work, but we're going to make that happen. That's I'm, I'm, I'm going to vote for them. I'm, I've got a pencil right on my desk ready. So Good. Um, yeah. when I, you know, so whenever, wherever, whenever you want to stand, we'll be there. And all you have to do is rate us five stars. That's it. As simple as that. And, you know, leave a comment telling people that it's, our shit is not that boring. <laughs> anyway, go do that now. Go do that before you forget. Yeah. Just just do it. Just do it. Thanks. Thanks. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, 
If you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it, no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we bar from the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. <laughs>